If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Hey y'all, and welcome to the Give My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco, and y'all know the deal. I am excited that you decided to join me on this stop of the tour, but in the holiday spirit, I just want to express my gratitude for you because you have been tuning in each and every week. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'm also extremely grateful that you decided to join me on tour. Look, this is episode 19, and it has been a great tour thus far. And I could not let the holiday week approach and not express my gratitude for you. So I don't know if you cutting turkey, if you um, are baking any goods this week and communing with friends or family, but regardless, if you are, you aren't, I am grateful for you. I know there are a ton of podcasts that you can be listening to every week, but I want to express my extreme gratitude for you tuning in, liking, subscribing, downloading the Get My Life Tour. It means the world to me to be able to pursue my passions and, you know, live and do on purpose and do that with you all. So shout outs to you. Now that I've thanked you for how dope you are, I want to dive into our topic of discussion as I take center stage here in Harlem. You know, I have been on the go all year. Okay. I think that I've been on the go for the last four years, quite frankly, but the last year, 2019 has really been nonstop for me. And it's because I've been saying yes to so many things. Yes to becoming more visible. Yes to more opportunities that would allow my light to shine. And for me to, you know, really sharpen the tools that I have as a journalist, as a media professional and all these other things. But look, one of the realest words that has continuously been reaffirmed for me lately has been to sit down. Sometimes being still is such a challenge for me because I've always had that don't let grass grow under your feet mentality, especially since I've always operated from a place of wanting it, right? And I think I have at some point misconstrued wanting it with operating from a place of lack. I think some of us have the want to within us, but a lot of us struggle with that underdog mentality that keeps us from what we want and what we want to do even longer. And I'm going to elaborate, okay? But the goal of this stop of the tour is to help you, along with myself, reevaluate our need to really sit down or sit this one out. So this year has been a blessing because I've said yes to so many things, but in the midst of me saying yes to opportunities, I realized that yes has turned into a no or a not now for me, which is kind of dangerous. Dangerous because prioritization and focus is extremely important as you pursue your dreams or, you know, your best life, right? But as I think about those things and I think about my personal Get My Life tour, I realize that 
some things you just have to sit out. So let me give you all the rundown of what my year of yes has looked like. Okay, so in February, I actually took advantage of an opportunity to go to Social Media Week Lagos in Lagos, Nigeria, which was incredible. I gave this presentation. I sat on the panel and met some incredibly dope people. Oh my gosh, I had a great time. I was there for like seven or eight days, something like that. It may have been nine. I cannot remember because it's been a long year, but that opportunity really opened the doors to so much. Okay. Um, shout outs to WhatsApp. And, you know, I've been going since then. I think a week and a half later, I was in Las Vegas executing an event that we'd been planning for months. And, you know, the list goes on. I've been in Vegas, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, California multiple times. I um, had a short stint in Europe. I was in Texas whew, too many times this year um, and had to be there for like eight days in September, which was like whew, a little drag. And I just got back from Oregon yesterday evening and then You know, I had to go see my line sisters. So I got off the plane, went to my car and then drove to Jersey. It has been a very long year. And like I said, I didn't realize how saying yes to so many things meant in turn me saying no or not now to myself. Honestly, being on planes so much this year has allowed me to be you know, in the air and gather my thoughts, sit down, right? I've honestly edited episodes of the In My Life tour while on a flight cross country or wherever it was that I was going. And I'm like, wow, this feels really good because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what excites me. I love speaking to, you know, people who are doing beautiful things and are beautiful on the inside and out. But I was like, huh, I'm in the air and on the fence about so many different things. You know, I went on my Get My Life tour for the first time two years ago, and here I am nearly three years later, and I'm just like, ooh, I think it's happening again. And y'all, it has been really eye-opening to be on the fence and up in the air at the same time because it just puts things into perspective for you when you're always on the go I feel like there are a number of questions that start to um what do you say that arise some of them have been you know for me like what are you running from how much time are you truly spending with yourself are you all one or are you alone you know where are you going What is it that is actually waiting for you where you are going? And is it something that you are anticipating? Is it worth it? You know, can you be still? Are you really taking the time to reflect? All of these questions have like come up at some point in time. And I have often had the thought that there is no point of rushing to places that you do not want to be. I really think that's one of the worst feelings in the world. And there have been a number of times where I have rushed to places I just do not care to be. I get there, I'm completely distracted or, you know, unenthused or disengaged. I'm just like, oh my gosh, why am I here? Why am I here? And you know what, quite honestly... I am getting there in my journey again, 
Can you believe it? Can you believe it? You probably can. Somebody else is probably going to listen to this and be like, mm-hmm, I know a girl. But let me tell you something. I think it's important to be honest about your condition when you are in the thick of it or in the game, right? When I think about um, sitting something out, I often think about a game. And then I think, okay, there's a game plan. You know, coaches know when someone is exhausted and need to ride the bench. And I think it's important for us as we go throughout our journeys and as we're on our tours, right, that we are able to discern when we need to sit something out. Quite frankly, everything is not for us to participate in. You got to know your strengths, your weaknesses, be able to identify different, you know, opportunities and challenges when you are working with your game plan. And I believe that I'm at a point where I'm like, yo, there are so many things I need to sit out. And I know I've had this year of yes, but I think 2020 and it has been confirmed for me in a number of ways that 2020 really has to be the year of no for me. I, I struggle with accommodating people and I say it that way because I never thought of myself as a people pleaser. You know, I'm so kind and warm and gentle. I most definitely have another side, but I rather, you know, contain that Lydia and uh, have her on reserve for when I need to be out here um, in these streets. But listen, I'm not really out here in these streets, y'all. But if I need to be, you know, okay, cool. So look, I say all that to say that. It is important to know when it is time for you to get out the game. I don't I don't know what game it is that you may be, you know, playing, but I challenge you to think about what it is that you need to sit out. What have you been what have you been signing up? What have you been opting into? What have you been practicing for? And you continuously shoot your shot and you're missing. Maybe it's time for you to sit it out. To stick to my sports analogy, I believe that so many of us rehearse or practice for a moment that we don't realize is bigger than that actual occurrence in life. You know, it is so easy to practice something and good good at it. You know, everybody talks about your 10,000 hours, but I think there's so much more life to be lived and experience than the 10,000 hours that are invested in mastering something. I personally think that I know that I have committed 10,000 plus hours to perfecting so many different things, especially professionally. And I think that my focus on the hours that came after the 10,000 pigeonholed me you know what I'm saying and made me think that I had to go so hard at certain things and really I augmented my reality around when I needed to go hard and now I'm realizing that I need to set some things down you know I feel like when you keep going at something you kind of get a little dizzy and a little frazzled and things may not really be what they appear to be when you're on a go. And that's why it is important to have a seat and be still. 
I don't know if you've ever played sports, but I remember moments where I was just like out of breath or could not hear was completely fazzled because the game was moving really fast and or I was out of breath because I had been cheering so loud and could no longer give a directive or receive run just because of like the state that I was in like the mental state the physical state that I was in while you know either on the field on the sideline or on the court and I think so many of us have those moments And it really requires, you know, this level of maturity to be like, yo, I need to come out the game. Like, have you ever asked to come out the game? You know, some people think that that's a sign of weakness or laziness, whatever it may be. But I think that there is strength and wisdom behind being asked to be taken out of the game or to literally just take yourself out the game. Like, yo, I got to sit this one out. When you decide that it's time to sit things out and you ride in the bench, you just standing on the sideline. I believe that it gives you a different perspective, a different outlook on life and what you are focusing on. And it helps you to reevaluate, you know, the way that you are in the game, right? It's okay to go back to the drawing board and work on your game plan, especially if you feel like you're not winning, okay? I've said yes to so many things this year. And when I look at the return on the investment that I made, it's not appalling, But given how I measure and what my values and what my goals are, I wouldn't say that a lot of things aren't in alignment, but I know that I cannot invest the same way that I did this year in coming years because the return has to be as great, if not greater, and you really want it to be greater, right, than the investment that you made. When I think about one of the other reasons why it's important to sit some things out is so that you can catch your breath. Look, catching your breath, being winded is so uncomfortable. I remember explaining to someone, you know, a season in my life and I felt like I was coming up for water, but was still submerged. And I was just like coming up for breaths. And I was like, I just want to be able to breathe. I want to be able to catch my breath. You know, I remember, you know, earlier on the Get My Life Tour, I spoke with Jasmine Marie, who is a breathwork specialist and thinking about the techniques that it takes to breathe. Right. Some of us don't know how to breathe, but when we come out of, you know, you know, what we are in, in the thick of it, it is important to be able to catch your breath. You know, you cannot live if you are not breathing. You know what I'm saying? What are those things called? Uh, Respirators? I don't know. I'm not into science, clearly. But I think that that is something that you're able to do when you sit something out. Like when you sit some things out, you're able to catch your breath. Sitting some things out also gives you the opportunity to be present. So many times, It is hard for me to remember how I got from one place to the next or I'm just like on the go and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm here already. It's one thing when you're sitting on a train reading a book and you're like, oh, wow, okay, I've already gotten to Midtown. But when you are literally walking and you can't remember how you got someplace so fast, I'm just like always blown away by that. Right. And I think it's because, you know, you're unconsciously just going and that can be very dangerous at times you know so it is important to be present and I think you know sitting some things out allows you to be present right not only are you sitting with yourself you also have to sit with your thoughts and be you know attentive to those things and be present with presence comes honesty and I believe that when you sit some things out and you are present and you're honest with yourself you are able to come to terms when 
or you're able to come to terms with when your game plan is not working for you. Look, I have played many sports. I have had, you know, many strategies in the past and I have had to come to terms when things are not working for me, you know, and I don't think that we can go into the next season or the next quarter of our lives and play the way that we've been playing before. When you do that, you really give yourself the option of choice. You know, I actually talked about choice a little bit last week on Instagram. So every week I have a series called With Love Lydia Wednesday on my IG account. And I talked about choice. You know, I'm going to actually read you the post just in case, you know, you're interested. I'm just going to assume you are since you're still listening. Okay, cool. So the post says, when's the last time you chose you? There is so much that we focus on and prioritize over what we truly need. For instance, the process of getting back to the core of who we are, pursuing our heart's desires, so on and so forth. Oftentimes, when I stand in front of an assortment of sunflowers, I suffer from options fatigue. What I'm reminded of when I reflect on those moments is that the choices that we make reflect what we believe about ourselves and our ability to decide. This with Lovely Wednesday, I urge you to choose you, even when everything around you is calling out to you. You know, when I was formulating that post, I was like, okay, what am I going to write about? And it was important for me to talk about choice because oftentimes we pigeonhole ourselves because we don't think that we deserve more or that we can like work towards a new goal or even have options. Like having options at times seems like a luxury to people who think one way. And I'm here to tell you like, look, widen your net, you know, as you cast it in the next quarter, because the opportunities are endless. And maybe it's you who is in your own way. Maybe it's you who is not choosing you. You know, you may be waiting for someone to choose you, but it's a new game plan that incorporates you winning that you need to choose. Putting yourself first may be the thing that you need to incorporate into your game plan so that you can give yourself the option of choice. You know, when I think about, you know, creating a new game plan, I just think about how some things that worked for us before will not work for us again. And I see that. I see that happening to me. And I have to be honest with it um, or with you about it because I've gone so hard for the wrong people Oh my gosh. And I just feel like I have opted in to being a team player for people who are not interested in seeing me win, regardless if I'm on their team or not. And that is just like one of the worst feelings ever. You know, some people are like, oh yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. And oh, (laughs) you know, the games people play. But I feel like it's important to know When you're going too hard for people, okay? So maybe you need to sit that one out, okay? Maybe you don't need to be everybody's cheerleader. I always tell people I'm, you know, everyone's unsolicited cheerleader. Not not next season. I'm gonna have to sit that one out. You know, just because I'm like, there is no point of me showing up with my pom-poms, okay? With my uniform pressed for people who just do not care. Some people don't want you rooting for them. You know, especially not those who see you as competition. Speaking of cheerleaders, I think that it is extremely important for you to be who you've always needed, right? For me growing up, I didn't have everyone at my games or at a show or anything that I was performing in rooting for me. So I've always been 
the loudest person on the sideline because that's what I've always wanted to attract or have for myself, right? So essentially what I'm saying is you need to root for yourself. Not everybody wants you rooting for them, but I think it's important for you to root for yourself. So many times it's just like, oh, you wish someone was there, but it's important to be who you need. I I love that quote. Every time I see it on social media, I'm like, yes, be who you need. And I talked about getting back to the dreams of my childhood earlier on the Get My Life Tour, which was one of my favorite episodes, not because it was just me on tour by myself taking center stage, but because I really got back to little Lydia and that really resonated with people. You know, so many people now are posting, you know, baby photos of themselves and, you know, writing love letters to, you know, the younger version of themselves. And I think that's really important. So it's cheering for yourself, you know, look, I have literally a pen with a pom-pom on. And as I'm writing things down at times, I'm like, yo, I did that because it's so important to cheer for yourself. Some people are not going to show up for you. And that's what the Get My Life Tour is about. It's about showing up for yourself, right? And if on this tour, you are learning how to take center stage, clap for yourself and be your own cheerleader, then so be it because you deserve it. Rooting for yourself, you know, requires so much confidence and you have to be willing to be vulnerable as well, right? You know, everybody's like, oh yeah, be your own hype woman. But that takes a lot of confidence and vulnerability. No one wants to be the loudest person bragging about themselves. You know, there's a way to, you know, have a humble brag, but there's also like some pretty obnoxious ways that I'm sure we're all familiar with. But it's so important as you are, you know, sitting you know, some things out to remain confident despite of your position, right? I talked about, you know, being able to discern whether or not um, or when it is that you should come out of the game. But I think that is also important to remember to be confident if you're standing on the sideline, if you are on the bench, or if you are just completely removed from whatever it is that you were once participating in, you know, you have to remain confident. I spoke with Fancy about, you know, you know, having non-negotiable confidence. And I think that that really is something that is important to note as we talk about sitting something out. Just because you have to sit something out does not mean that you are not qualified. It does not mean that you are, you know, a weak person or not the, you know, strongest person on the team. It is you who needs to remain confident when you cannot participate the way that you once participated. Maybe your strategy worked in that season and not the next. Maybe it's that, you know, you're just like, look, I can't do this anymore because I just got to find a different way to win. But you have to remain confident. There are going to be people who question why you had to sit something out, why you're no longer participating. Are you still as good? Do they still got it? That's none of their business. But you have to remain confident in spite of all of that. You know, as a recovering perfectionist, I've most definitely pushed myself to the limits so many times. And this year, I most definitely have done that. Oh my goodness. Yesterday was a prime example of it. I flew from Oregon, got in my car, drove to Jersey so that I can, you know, commune and have a good time. I had a great time, but I have to stop doing things like that because it really pushes me to 
a point of exhaustion and deprivation of time with myself, sleep, all of those things. You know, it's okay to have a good time, but you have to know your limits. This year, I have spent more time in the air than I have spent with my loved ones, quite frankly. And, you know, part of that is work, right? But a lot of that is me not fully sitting things out when I needed to, thinking that I always need to participate, not exercising my boundaries, which is really important. You know, I think, oh, I have to be this great. I have to do this. I have to pay this due. I have to blah, 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 blah. 10,000 hours, blah, 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 right? Some of those things just do not matter because look, if I'm not here, it's just not going to get done, right? Um, and I say that because it's it's real. You can't push yourself to the point where you are nearly dying and think that that is okay. Self-care is so important. And that's really what I'm getting at when I say you have to sit some things out. It is for your physical and mental health, right? Your spiritual health as well. Interestingly enough, I don't feel like I am losing in life, right? I'd like to say that I'm a winner. I win, 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 no matter what. Okay, okay. I know I'm not DJ Khaled, but I most definitely have had this successful year of coming up, but I think that it is important for me to fall back so that I can have, you know, the ultimate come up. I realize that in certain spaces I've operated the same and I thought because I learned the lesson was able to do something over better that that was me growing. Mm, no. And I'm not working towards the goal of insanity, you know, doing things over that don't work and expecting a different result. And that is why I decided to talk about this today because I'm just like, look, something is not working for me. Um, and there are so many things that I think that everyone can think of that they've done, you know, repeatedly thinking that, oh, I got this. I've mastered this. It's a part of the game. Like, I got it. And I'm just like, mm, maybe not. You know, I've said so much and I really hope that you have, you know, some nuggets to really help you think about where you are as you go throughout, you know, your journey. I'm not encouraging you to stop mid game and be like, okay, I got to switch it up. Nah, if it's working for you, it's working for you. Shout outs to you. But if it's not, I, I challenge you to think about, you know, some of the strategies that you've implemented, who is on your team, what teams you are on, whether or not you fit. And if it's time to go and say, yo, like, look, it's been a good game, but I have to go. Um, the way that you are supported in your support systems and just think about what it is that you could put into perspective if you just had the time to sit things out. I've been thinking about my mic drop moment and I have literally been visualizing athletes on the court and I think we all have seen those moments in a game where people have been going too hard and you're like I feel like they about to hurt themselves because they keep doing that stupid move over and it is not working they've dunked too many times they're gonna break their hand you see the injury coming but the person who's playing so hard is just like yo if I could just do this one more time and then that one more time comes and it's a wrap I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to name a specific player, but I think we've all been there in life. And it's just like, stop, please don't do that again. Right. 
But how many times have we done that? We've exercised the same strategy, the same game plan, and we know it has not been working, but we don't just take the time to be like, look, let me figure this out. So with that being said, my mic drop moment for this stop on the tour is sometimes you lose when you stay in the game longer than you're supposed to. I think it's fair to say that we've all taken that last dumb shot. And yes, I intentionally use the word dumb. Sometimes we make moves that 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 just do not make sense when we are struggling, when we are desperate and when we are trying to prove something to someone else that really should not matter to us. And with that being said, I encourage you to you know continue the journey and reevaluate what it is that you need to switch up, especially as you are on, you know, the Get My Life Tour, because we have so much further to go. But if we do not figure out what works and what does not work, look, there's no point of going forward because you're always going to be moving in circles, which makes no sense. So maybe it's time to sit this one out and come up with a game plan for your comeback. I hope that you have enjoyed this stop on the tour and I want to thank you again. You know, I can't express my gratitude enough for you taking the time out of your day, out of your life to, you know, join me on the Get My Life Tour and take center stage with me, practice mindfulness, vulnerability, and just showing up for yourself. It has been real. I will see you on the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. Peace. Peace.